It was about as perfect of a comeback game for Tate Thompson as you could have possibly had. This is Locked On Warriors. You are Locked On Warriors, your daily Golden State Warriors podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, thank you for being uh, Locked On Warriors, your first listen every day. We're free and available on all platforms. This is a live stream coming to you immediately following the Warriors' video over the Cleveland Cavaliers. Um, I'm not an expert on these live streams. I hope that I nailed this properly. First things first, uh, Steve Kerr, uh, oh, he actually just finished up a press conference. The moment the Warriors hold or bring another player up, um, I am going to uh, go live to Chase Center, where I will uh, intro- will join um, whoever player, whatever player, whatever coach um, is available. Steve Kerr was just uh, at the desk, at the podium. Um, he wrapped up. I was going to join him, uh, but we apparently missed him for the night. Anyways, look, folks, um, I want to start this show first by saying right off the bat, I don't think this game could have gone any better. For the Warriors, I, I I really don't. Um, you know, there was a lot of trepidation in terms of you know Clay being two and a half years away. How good was he going to be? Was he going to be ready? Um, I think a lot of those doubts were eliminated the moment he had that slam dunk. Um, I, I mean, like I I literally cringed for a moment when Clay Thompson leapt over. I can't remember who the defender was. I don't think it was Mobley, but it was someone bigger than him. And just slammed the ball down. I think it was like a second or third field goal of the game. Uh, and it was absolutely phenomenal. I I, I I really could not believe that. Um, and then shortly thereafter, you saw Clay Thompson start to get comfortable with this three-point shot. There was a little rust there. He missed the first few that he threw up. When you talk about the fact that two and a half years, right? 941 days since he last played uh, when he blew his uh, AC out in the NBA finals against the Toronto. Um, and then uh, uh, a year later, right as he's about to come back to play um, on the same James Weissman is drafted by the Golden State Warriors. Uh, Clay Thompson during a practice blows his Achilles. So for a man, again, damn near three years, it was about as, as beautiful as a performance as you could have. Um, you know, if you're, if you're a member of Dub Nation, you're ecstatic over that performance. Um, said the moment the warriors have someone else uh, available at the podium we go to that stream um and uh and 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 join the press conference in progress that was a huge part of the reason why um i wanted to have the show today right after the game um and, and again if if any of you uh leave notes or chats during this live stream um i have the capability of actually publishing and i will happily do so um so you are welcome to write messages um, that I can actually uh, publish, um, and they will go on my screen right here uh, if you have any comments of your own. Um, so I'm going to go to the box score first and foremost, because I do want to kind of recap uh, what happened with this game in terms of the stat. Um, the Warriors came out victorious in this game. Um, the Cleveland Cavaliers, to me, were a very formidable formidable opponent just in the sense that they are one of the top teams in the Eastern conference. Um, they're a very big team. I mean, this is not a small with, and so I had a little concern with the warriors in that regard. Um, but the, 
they did fine. Uh, they had no issues with this game. They were in control the whole way. They won this game 96 to 82. That was the final score. Um, I'm going to give you the stats in just a moment while we wait for uh, some more players uh, to be available in the postgame press conference, which we're going to go to uh, at Chase Center the moment they have another player available. What I'm personally really hoping for um, is Clay Thompson uh, making an appearance, um, which would be, again, phenomenal. Um, so uh, someone wrote on here, when do you think Clay is going to start playing his original minutes? Um, that's that's a work in progress right now. Again, there were there were the expectation was 15 to 20 minutes for his opening night. Um, and I'm looking at the box score right now. He played a total of 20. So that was entirely according to plan. Um, what they don't want to do right now is have Clay out there for extended stretches. So they what, what they want to do and what it seemed they did tonight was to play him five minutes at a time. Um, this is in consultation with their medical experts. Um, and again, Clay, for a player who had not played in 941 days, uh, finishes 7 for 18 from the field, uh, 3 for 8, he was attacking the rim. Um, he, I mean, just it really was, uh, for me, it was, I don't think it could have gone any better than the way it went. I, I, I really do um, I, you know, his three-point shot looked good. I mean, I here, here's, okay, so just a second ago, before I started this podcast, I was on uh, another podcast on this called Locked on NBA. And what I was telling the host Jackson there, and what I'll share with you folks right now is, when I saw Clay for the first time in a while, I felt normal. Um, on a personal note, look, I, my dog passed away a couple weeks ago, and that has been just, it hasn't even been two weeks yet, and it's been a tremendous source of depression, the pandemic's been a tremendous source of depression, I think, for pretty much every person on the planet in some regard. Um, when you think about the last time Clay Thompson played, uh, Anthony D still on the Pelicans. Kawhi Leonard was still in the Raptors. Um, there was no pandemic. We had no idea this was coming. It was a very different world. And to sit there again, and, and Clay Thompson is one of these individuals who is just, He's not divisive, right? Like, he's not a controversial figure. Um, I don't want to say he's universally loved because that's a rather bold statement, but he it's close. I mean, you know, the, it, and when it comes to likability, he is right there at the top. Um, and when it comes to NBA players, really when it comes to just athletes in general. Um, so to see him out there... Uh, to see his persona, to see his his down-to-earth style, um, and then the way he plays the game in general. I mean, he's not flashy, right? But even though that dunk that he threw down, I believe that was off a crossover. I mean, he, he crossed the player over, drove to the rim, slammed it. Um, that is not someone, uh, or that is not something I expected from a player who, again, is coming off a torn ACL two years ago, a, a torn Achilles last year, um, and... Again, for the first time, very long time for me, uh, all felt right in the world. I mean, the Warriors are my team. So it feels that way a lot more with me than it would perhaps with someone who maybe is not uh, 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 a Warriors fan. Um, but nonetheless, um, it's it's just phenomenal. By the way, I want to share my screen real um, and The reason for this is... Uh, 
is I want to show you the podium of uh, at Chase Center. We're meeting what I'm hoping is Clay Thompson, and I'm hoping to show a, a, a live stream of the press conference. Him answer. I'm I'm very I'm positive he's going to be the main person to bring up. Or already addressed it. It took a few questions. Um, I'll show you real quick though what it looks like there as we wait for this. Um, so this right here is Chase Center. Uh, this is um, where host conferences. Uh, this is their media room where the players and sometimes coaches come in. Um, and hopefully, uh, really hoping for is in moment another player will join us. And we'll go to that. We go quickly to one of our sponsors of the program. Um, and one of those is Built Bar, who's now been a longtime sponsor of Locked On Warriors and the Locked On Network. Um, it's the new year. So that means New Year's resolutions. If yours is about getting fit or eating healthier, make sure you include Built Bar in your plan. It's a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar, which makes it even better than a candy bar because it's healthy. I mean, it's 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 covered in 100% real chocolate. It's only got 130 calories compared to a candy bar, which usually has 240. It's only got four grams of sugar. Most candy bars have nearly eight times that amount. It's only got four net carbs, uh, whereas most candy bars have dozens of net carbs. Here's an idea for the new year. Go to secret treat stashes, whether it's at home, whether it's in the pantry, at the office, in the car, wherever. Throw out all those sugary, calorie-filled treats, and replace them with Built Bar. So when you're craving a snack or treat, you can reach for something that's healthy and tastes incredible. And then there's so many flavors to choose from. My personal favorite is Cooking the Cream. I both love that flavor. You can get Coconut Almond. Hall of Famer Rick Berry was on the show Friday. He told me that's his favorite. Peanut Butter Brownie, Raspberry, Salted Caramel. That's my future wife's favorite. Mint Brownie, you name it. Go to Built.com. Use the promo code LOCKED15 and get 15% off your order. Again, the promo code is LOCKED15 for 15% off your order at Built.com. And hopefully in just a moment, we'll have someone available uh, at the podium to answer questions and, and talk to the media and hopefully come on our show. Don Warriors, your daily Golden State Warriors podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for making Locked On Warriors your first listen every day. We're free and available on all platforms. Again, just to recap, the Warriors are winners tonight. It was a fantastic performance. They end their two-game losing streak with a 96-82 victory over the Cleveland Cavaliers. Uh, their big issue the previous two games was not defense, and clearly they are the best defensive team in the NBA. It's one of the really underrated facets of this team in terms of their success. Um, you know, everyone pays attention to the offensive glory, Stephen Curry, Clay Thompson, who's now back. And it's crazy how in just one game he looked the way he did. Um, but it, it was what I saw from Clay was comforting. What I saw from Clay was encouraging. I am incredibly happy and thrilled um, by what we saw just from game one with Clay Thompson. Again, he finished with 20 points for the night, seven for 18 from the field. Uh, he was three for eight from three point uh, from beyond the arc. And really that stat uh, uh, 
I don't think reflects just how good of a, sh- a shooting night he had from beyond the arc because I, I think he missed his first three uh, shots before um, he really started lighting it up uh, and and getting his rhythm flowing right there. Um, and again, I'm addressing questions during the show tonight. Um, uh, so, uh, Alpha Tino, they, he says, thanks for taking your time. Yeah, of course. I mean, it's, it's, uh, to me, I'm one of the luckiest individuals in the world to be, um, to be talking warriors on a platform like this. So thank you for watching and listening. Um, and again, hopefully, uh, uh we'll have someone at the, at the podium momentarily to go to. Uh, but again, from watching this game tonight, um, the Splash Brothers are back. The Splash Brothers are back, folks. I mean, I mean, th- think about if you're any other NBA team, any other one. Let's say, let's and let's t- let's say for the sake of argument, you are the Phoenix Suns, you're the Utah Jazz, you're the Milwaukee Bucks. Um, you know, a team that's actually in the running, who who has a legitimate thought that they could be contending for a championship, and you're looking at the Golden State Warriors with their 39 record which is either the best or among the best in the NBA. In fact, I'll look at the standings right now real quick um, while I'm doing this. And you see this Warriors team who already has the best defense, who already has, who is number one in the NBA in terms of margin of victory, which is always a huge indicator for how dominant of a team you are. The Warriors right now are tied for the best record in the Western Conference. They're tied for the best record in the NBA. And they just got Klay Thompson back. Klay Thompson in his first game, and by the way, to me, that was such an incredible slight to not include him on the NBA 75th anniversary team. I'm sorry, no offense to Anthony Davis, no offense to Dame Lillard, but you do not hold the candle to Klay Thompson in an argument in terms of all-time greatness. And Klay Thompson, in his first game back, after being away for 941 days, puts up 17 points and three rebounds. He went three for eight from the three-point line. Uh, he, free throws have never been his thing. He, he's never really been to the line that often, so he didn't shoot any tonight. Um, but you have to be so encouraged by how aggressive he was, um, by, by, the, by the, the, the confidence. Um, by the way, we have a player. Uh, Kavon Looney is now at the podium, and we're going to be joining him uh, right now. Team effort, you know. You know we we got a pretty deep team, and 
certain nights is going to be my night. Some nights going to be uh, Belly's night. Uh, you know, Otto's going to have great games this game. Juan had great games D Lee, especially with the way the NBA has been going and uh, the COVID and protocols. Every guy's got to step up, and uh, we've been doing a great job of that. Um, Steve always tell guys to be ready, and this year, every guy, every time it was an opportunity for guys to show up, they did that. You, you, you know, you're kind of the, the back line of the defense. Um, what do you think of how Clay looked defensively, really in the scrimmages leading up, but tonight, just how do you think he looks compared to what he used to be defensively? Uh, he's been looking pretty good. You know, he's been, uh, you know, guarding different type of players. Uh, you know, at practicing in the game today, like today, he was matched up with a bigger forward and marketing, and I think he did a pretty good job. And watching him guard guys like JP at practice, guys who's pretty shifty, he's able to stay in front. Uh, you know, it's not going to come back all overnight, but like from the first glimpse, he's been doing pretty, pretty good defense, and he's going to add to that. And, uh, you know, uh, he'll have bumps and ups and downs uh, with coming back, but I think tonight he showed what he can do, the versatility. Uh, you know, he got some tough block shots on They caught a foul on him, but he got a block shot you know, up and down here. And uh, to see him come out tonight and put on a show like he did was, uh, was amazing, and everybody wanted to be part of it. And uh, we were really happy for him. And, uh, it's one of those moments that you always remember. Kevon, you guys just picked up your 30th win. You got Clay Thompson back. What are you feeling about the strength of this team to be a contender this season? Uh, we're feeling really, really good. You know, uh, we set a goal to, uh, you know, try to try to continue to be a championship level team. And uh, start of the year, we've been, we've been proving that we can uh, continue with those teams. Uh, we still got a long season. Uh, got a lot of things to clean up, and we still can get better. But you know, we headed in the right direction. We have a lot of confidence in our team and, and what we're able to do. And uh, we just got to keep building and keep building on good habits and, and see where it takes us. Kavon, what were you feeling during the the starting introductions and that when they called Clay's name and he sitting on the bench? Like, what was going through your head? Uh, just just how crazy the moment was. Just to hear how loud the crowd was and. I know how hard Clay has been working and how long he's been waiting for this moment and for him to do it in front of the, 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 the Bay Area fans. And uh, it was just a special moment, you know. I got kind of, you know, I was I was really excited to see him all come out and, you know, just the whole whole moment was special, something I always remember. Did you get a little teary-eyed, choked up? Uh, I wouldn't say teary-eyed, but I was a little choked up. It was a okay, moment yeah, that, you know, it was like watching the sad. All right, so uh, to those, come on, Looney. And let me switch my settings here again. So uh, my microphone's reconnected. Again, this is all new to me in terms of joining a, a, a feed live. Um, so was, I, I apologize for the being, beginning of that if you couldn't hear much. But um, once again, uh, that was Kavon Looney um, following the Warriors' 96-82 victory over the Cleveland Cavaliers and Clay Thompson's comeback game. Clay finished the night uh, with 17 points. Um, the, really, the only negative stat line for his evening was his plus minus. He was minus two for the night. Um, Stephen Curry, by the way, had another fantastic performance, 28 points for the night, five rebounds, five assists. Um, he was 10 for 21 from the field, four for 11 from the three. We'll get into the stats and all that uh, in just a moment. Um and again, thank you very much to uh, to uh, Sparks for letting me know about the volume. Um, and also thanks to uh, Rebecca DeSounds, and these are all of your YouTube handles, for letting me know um, about the audio. Right now, um, there should be one more player uh, coming. 
um, while we wait for that one player. Uh, oh, here, hold on one second here. Um, I, I, I got to read us another sponsor who's paying our bills. And in this case, that is BetOnline. BetOnline.ag would like to wish you a happy new betting year as we continue our march to the playoffs and beyond. BetOnline remains the number one spot for all the best sports wagering action for 2022. Uh, it's a new year and a new updated desktop and mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use bet online's promo code locked on to get that 50% bonus on your first deposit from football, basketball, hockey, boxing, and UFC, right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for 2022 Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports. BetOnline.ag, where the game starts. You are Locked On Warriors, your daily Golden State Warriors podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And thanks for making Locked On Warriors your first listen every day. We're free and available on all platforms. And again, I'm going to stick around for a few more moments um, just in case uh, the Warriors do make one more player available. Um, really, the 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 athlete, the player that I think myself and everyone else is hoping will uh, jump to the podium is Clay Thompson himself. Um, the star of the evening. But why don't I share my screen real quick with you folks and review um, the stat line for the evening and, and recap the stats from, again, a, a beautiful game. In my opinion, it went exactly as you any Warriors fan would hope that it would go. Um, so, uh, so let me get this set up here. So hopefully you folks can see um, the stat line and I'll get the chat feature going again in case any of you want to uh, leave a comment. I'll read it um, during the show. Um, but looking at the stat line again, and I'll zoom in a little more if I can here. So um, Andrew Wiggins, who, by the way, is has is a strong contender for making the all-star team, most likely as a reserve, although he actually has uh, approximately 250,000 more fan votes than Draymond Green. Um, I think this is largely because of the Canadian influence on the voting. But nonetheless, Wiggins tonight, um, nothing spectacular, but in 33 minutes of play, he had 10 points. Um, the plus minus is always something I like to focus on just in terms of, of how positive or negative of an impact the player was having on the court when they were playing. He had two rebounds, one assist. Um, and what stuck out to me from Wiggins in this game, besides his overall toughness, I mean, he's 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 gritty. Um, he, his role has really evolved with this Warriors in terms defensively, at least he's doing a lot of what Clay Thompson used to do guarding the opposing team's most difficult wing player off oftentimes, um, just really doing the dirty work when they need it. So even though he only had 10 points, um, those were a valuable 10 minutes and I love, or valuable 10 points. And I love the fact that he's evolved his post-up game, um, to the point now where he's backing guys down if they're smaller than him. Um, Draymond Green, it was, that was interesting in the sense that I did not know he had calf soreness. Um, Draymond to me is one of the toughest athletes out there. And when he misses a game, especially a game that has relevance, that has importance, 
um, that carries weight and gravitas like tonight. I feel like that calf soreness was a very serious injury. Um, he played for the opening tip just because he wanted to be a part of the game. Uh, immediately after the first fa- after the, the, the tip, uh, he committed a foul to get take himself out the game. Anyways, we have another uh, athlete at the podium. Why don't we go uh, to the scene? set up for the love that um, I know he's been waiting for and just that moment you hear the crowd know that he's gone through so many highs and lows over the last two and a half years and that was the moment that uh, he could celebrate you know that journey and just go go hoop so it uh, it delivered that moment delivered for sure I got I got goosebumps uh, on the outside of the court, just watching big smiles and all that. So um, he's earned, deserved, and you know, all that 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 welcome back to the court moment, and uh, that was special. Steph, the uh, the dunk is going to be the biggest basketball moment I think that people talk about. But I wonder on the other end of the floor, you know, you spent a lot of years just guarding that perimeter with him and, and seeing who he can be as a defender. What are you seeing? on that end in terms of his ability to get back to that level defensively? I know he wants to get back there where he's, you know, known as, like you said, as much for putting the ball in the basket as he is as a defensive two-way guy. Um, he got a block tonight. He should have had two. Questionable call on the, on the first one. Um, and a lot of that's just his endurance and building that up over time where he can – you know, play for significant stretches and focus on both. But, I mean, it looks like he has a decent enough, you know, base and foundation tonight to, to build off of the rest of the season. And then long-term, get back to um, that elevated, you know, all-defensive team level. Steph, I know you described the emotions around uh, when his name was called during starting lineups, but I'm curious, was there a moment either pregame or postgame that – really stood out to you between you and Clay? I mean, pregame, the shooting time, uh, our pregame warm-up, right on, before he got hurt, we didn't, I, I usually left the court by the time he was coming on, and I got to feel that energy when he, you know, got out there. The first, like, four shots he made, I thought, I had to catch myself, it felt like the game, everybody was going nuts. I was like, he can shoot. Like, he, he ain't lost that ability. Uh, I know we haven't seen it in a while, so that was a cool moment. Just, again, a different energy, a different atmosphere out there, even in pregame shoot-around, 90 minutes before the game. So that was pretty cool. And then, obviously, everybody rocking the – KT11 jerseys from all different <clears throat> times throughout his career. It's uh, pretty cool acknowledgement of all he's been through. Coming into the season, there was conversation, abstract conversation of 
what level adding playback will take this team to. But getting off to 29 wins before he comes back and now seeing how he did in his first game, what level does that bring this team to now? It's hard to put in. I mean, we have championship aspirations. Like, that's where we want to be. How that looks, we got to figure that out. Um, with, with Clayback, it's one step towards becoming whole. We have a huge step. Um, and then Wise eventually down the road. And uh, and then we kind of go from there. So it's just good confidence to know that you got to one milestone for Clay. That's just get him get back on the floor and playing basketball and, and for the most part being there every night. And then we keep building. We have whatever, uh, I'm bad, 40, 51 games, 41 games. Can't do math. Thank you for that. I appreciate that. Uh, to figure out who we are, you know, one through 15, 17, and figure out what our rotations are looking like and what our uh, our chemistry is going to be like. And I like, I like we'll go off to a good start on that. Hey, Steph, given the uh, the obvious history that you and Clay have together with championships and shooting accolades, how, how would you put into perspective what it meant to you to be able to reunite in the backcourt and and what he has meant to you as a teammate over the years? We were laughing. I mean, it's, we were laughing because uh, he's been out for whatever, 900-some days. Last game he played, we were in the finals. I don't think he really felt what we um, the court went through the year after when I got hurt in 15 and 55 or whatever, 15 and 50 we were. Yeah. And uh, that's what it felt like. And then with this last year during the pandemic, um, you know, the playing game and all that type of stuff, like he's only seen the playoffs. So I think for him, it's a good confidence of coming back and we're hopefully back at that level that we're used to being. Um, and, uh, and, and kind of go from there in terms of, you know, just what our, our high expectations are. And, you know, we have an amazingly talented group and very deep. So it's going to, like I said, I don't know what it's going to look like, but I know we have the capability and opportunity to get there. And he is a huge part of that, obviously. So it's, um, it's exciting. Like, kind of all coming together and you just want to stay in the moment and keep building because um, it's a special time right now. Steph, in what ways did you try your best to support him during his layoff, uh, you know, off, off the court? And I want to see if you could also talk about that time in, in New York when you broke the record, why it was important to put his jersey in your locker. Honestly, I mean, it's hard. The first question is hard because you're balancing the day-to-day expectations of what it means for us to try to keep things going while he's out. You know how much of a grind it is to prepare for the season, you know, during the season, traveling, all that type of stuff. So it's hard when you're not physically together a lot. That first year was rough um, just because – yeah, it's hard to do that remote. Like, you could check in and you say what's up, but rehab is, like, it's difficult and it's lonely and it's monotonous. And um, that's why tonight was so special because you recognize two years of that. It's it's crazy. So this year has been a little bit 
easier and better, or sorry, last year was, where he was around a lot more. Uh, he could be a part of, you know, our meetings, the road trips, that type of stuff. Uh, even at practice, like just being around that energy is good for him to stay motivated. And then, you know, this first part of this year, we've had more time on the court where you can kind of see the, the juice is starting to flow um, as the timeline got shorter and shorter. So it's just about encouraging him when he's around, like picking him up, just bringing in good energy and uh, and just keeping it real on like how impressive it is that, you know, he's, he's stuck with this, you know, two severe injuries and he's put himself in a position where his body's ready to, to go back out there and hoop. So, um, it's a lot. 970 days is a lot. It's a long time. So uh, I'm sure there's a lot of up and down, ups and downs for him. Steph, he's, he's... Okay. Oh, shooting the basketball is what we do. And, you know, the work that we've put in since he got here and, you know, the level of inspiration I think we both have for each other and the internal competition and all that helped me get to that point, you know, throughout my career. And uh, it was amazing to honor him, even though he wasn't there, to let him know, like, I'm not the shooter I am if I don't get to see Clay every single day do what he does. Because um, he keeps you sharp and you understand, like, if I want to shoot the ball the way I want to, there's another guy that can do it too. Hey, Steph, you, you said you have 42 games to figure out who you are. Who, who do you think this team is now with Clay? And how much of it, you also mentioned the depth, how much of this team's identity, and if you do make a championship run, how much of it is going to be because you go 9, 10, 11 deep? That's a, that, we got to figure that out. I don't know how to put it into words, but it's, you know, there's going to be a lot of opportunity the rest of this regular season. When I mean, you get closer to the playoffs, I'm sure the rotation will shrink a little bit, but you got to figure out what your, you know, solid 9, 10 are. But then, Understand, like, to win a playoff series, it could, you know, be that 11 to 15 that somebody has to step up and, and provide, you know, some different look or option or energy that we might need to win a series. So, um, you know, it's a – with me, Clay, Draymond, Loon, I've been there before, Andre, we understand what it takes to, to compete at that level. We understand what it means to prepare down the stretch of a season – prepare for a series, all that type of stuff. Um, and then we have some young, young guys that are going to really be important for us to, to get over that hump. And who knows what it looks like, but it's all – the only thing that should matter for anybody is winning and being ready for your opportunity, whatever that means. Stephen, you talked about how Clay has been an important part of your journey. When did you first see that he could be what he eventually became? Mm, I don't know, like the first moment, just kind of a gradual, just confidence building, you know, your confidence gradually builds over time where you understand like what we do, we don't really step on each other's toes, we complement each other. That takes a while to, to truly like believe and, and, and whatnot, but like when you get to, um, I think that first playoff series against, or second playoff series against the, the second year we made the playoffs against the Clippers. 
that seven game series. Um, just the level that we had to play, you know, push that to seven. We lost obviously with MGAR and CP most of that series. And it's the competitive will that we had, like, um, that set the stage for what the next, you know, five year run looked like. And he was a huge part of that. So that, that jumped, for, you know, first out of my mind. But I, it's all more games you played from the time he, you know, took over from Monte and, and just really came into his own. Like every game was another step. And like we can do something special as a backcourt because we would compliment each other so well. 18 shots in 20 minutes. Is that, that is so Clay Thompson. <laughs> Say more or less than you expected. Uh, it's. I think it was a little bit more. I didn't think it was a shot a minute. It was. <laughs> it hit the over. But um, the funny part is we had to. Coach had to mention it. We had to mention it before the game. Like don't. Feel like you have to force feed him because he will find his shots and he uh, he definitely did not disappoint on that front. Did Steve said the first play was actually designed for him to pass it and he just didn't. <laughs> the whole story is he drew drew up a play to use Clay as like kind of a decoy to take a little bit of pressure off and there was a second option where I was supposed to come off a screen. And then he as he was drawing it up, he didn't even get to finish writing up the play. And Clay was like, no, can we switch it to the other side? Because that's his, he likes that way coming off of catch and shoot. And then Coach is like kind of stumbled because he's like, no, there's another option at the end. Like, you're just, oh, forget it. Just, we're going to run it over here. If you get it, just shoot it. And he, uh, that's what happened. So <laughs> it, was, it was perfect. And he drove and got the finish. It was, it was a good moment to get that one off for sure. Yeah, I guess what the expectation is. Um, we'll see as we go, you know, on this road trip against, you know, Cleveland's a really good defense. Memphis is playing amazing. Uh, you know, we got Milwaukee, Chicago, Minnesota. So we'll figure out different teams, you know, make their adjustments and all that. But um, for a guy to get up 18 shots in 19 minutes and uh, – <laughs> He has to either create that or, you know, he's going to get open looks because there's going to be attention elsewhere. And it's a great option to have, obviously. So I'm sure he'll, uh, we'll both benefit in the long run. Settings here. All right. So many thanks to Stephen Curry for being gracious enough to spend that much time at the podium answering questions from the media. Um, and just wanted an, an ambassador to the game of basketball, Stephen Curry is. I mean, and the fact that his book is far from being finished. Um, you know, who knows where he's going to rank in the pantheon of all time greats when all is said and done. Uh, but again, one, one more time, um, many thanks again to Stephen Curry, many thanks again to Kevon Looney. Uh, we missed Steve Kerr, uh, at his press conference. Um, Clay still might come. I don't know. Uh, but I unfortunately have to go. Um, so I would, I would love to stay here all night and run all of, all of these, uh, 
every single one of these uh, uh, these these players and coaches who come up. Um, but Dieter Kernbach and I will be back tomorrow. Uh, we're going to host a show uh, late morning, early afternoon. We'll publish that immediately after. Um, if you missed any part of this show, this is going to be available online soon. Um, but once again, one more time, and, and I'll, I'll share the, st- the, the screen with you in regard to um, the stat sheet, uh, just to recap exactly some of the positives from this game. The Golden State Warriors um, are now 30-9. and nine. Here, let me get this thing going here. There we go. So you can all you folks can see what I'm seeing. Um, if you're watching this on YouTube, and for you listening uh, in, in the podcast format, again, Stephen Curry clearly had the best night. Um, 28 points. Uh, you know, shot nearly 50 percent from the from the field. Um, four for 11 from three. You know, as long as you're shooting above 33 percent from the three point line, you're doing great there. Um, had two trips to the line. Perfect four for four. Um, and some other stats, Jordan Poole, I thought did uh, a wonderful job coming off the bench. And I think he's going to embrace and fit into that sixth man role beautifully. Um, he finished tonight's game with 14 points. Um, Gary Payton, the second added nine Otto Porter jr. With six. Um, and again, before, uh, Stephen Curry came to the podium, I was talking about Draymond Green's injury and I'm hoping that's nothing serious, but again, he doesn't miss action that often. And a huge part of me wonders if maybe it's because, um, of this upcoming road trip. Um, and, and real quick, by the way, Clay Thompson, again, at 20 minutes of play, uh, I believe he had four or five minute stretches, which is exactly according to plan. Um, that slam dunk to me was really the highlight of the evening for him to elevate that much in lieu of the fact that, you know, again, two years ago, he had the, the torn ACL last year. He has the torn Achilles and one of the first plays of the game, he's slamming it over taller play. It was it was something to watch. I think a lot of us held their breath for a moment there. Um, he looked okay, and Clay Thompson's back. And and as I said at the beginning of this show, all feels right in the world seeing Clay Thompson out there playing with the Warriors. So and ninety six eighty two is the final score. Um, the Warriors are tied for the best record in the NBA. Um, and coming up for, now, the Warriors have a have an interesting stretch here. Um, uh, in terms of the road, uh, they were about to start uh, a, a rigorous road trip. Um, on Tuesday, they're going to be at Memphis, and and the Memphis Grizzlies have always played the Warriors tough. Um, so that's the start of their road trip on Tuesday. Then two days later, on Thursday, uh, happy early birthday, Dad. They're on the road playing the Bucks. The Milwaukee Bucks, in my opinion, are the only team that actually worries me now there's some reports out there that Kawhi Leonard is ahead of schedule and, and he might come back before the season ends if that happens and he's the Kawhi of old the Clippers do concern me a little bit but this Bucks team um to me is the biggest threat to the Warriors uh, winning their fourth title uh, uh in recent history um and they play them in Milwaukee on Thursday uh, then talk about an incredibly rough schedule. You're in back-to-back nights on the road. The Warriors are playing, um, in my opinion, the two best teams in the Eastern Conference, the Milwaukee Bucks, followed by the Chicago Bulls. Um, I do think the Miami Heat at some point will be in that conversation if they're ever all healthy and playing together. Um, and then the road trip continues um, and, and wraps up at Minnesota. That's going to be on Sunday. So that's that's the week to come for the Warriors. Um, but again, right now, they're 39. They have the best record in the NBA, or at least they're tied for that with the Phoenix Suns. 
Um, and Clay Thompson's comeback to me was nothing short of phenomenal. Um, and, and one final thing in the chat here. Um, no, that looks like spam, so never mind. All right, so uh, that, that does it. And again, Dieter and I will be hosting a show tomorrow. Um, thanks for making Locked On Warriors your first listen every day. Uh, and then tomorrow, Dieter Kurdenbach and I um, will delve into this game more, preview the upcoming schedule. Um, and I'll make your second listen, Locked On Bets, your daily one-stop shop for all your gambling needs. Locked On Bets, hosted by your boy Q, with expert analysis and insight from Lee Sterling. It's free and available on all platforms. Thank you so much, everyone, for, for tuning in and, and joining me for the post-game session. Um, get used to this on really big games. Uh, obviously, Clay Thompson's return constitutes that. Um, when the playoffs come, I'll be doing this routinely in the post, uh, in the post game, going to the press conferences, going to the players and just recapping the games right away. Um, and again, thank you so much for tuning in. It's always a pleasure. And, and the gratitude I have for being in this position is through the roof. I, I'm incredibly thankful uh, to be in this position. And, um, and you can follow me on Twitter at docs or Show. I try to reply to people. You can follow the program on Twitter at locked on dubs. And again, final score, 96, 82, the Warriors beat the Cavaliers uh, to improve the 30 and nine on the season. Stephen Curry leads the way with 28 points, five rebounds, five assists and clay Thompson in his first game back in 941 days, scores 17 points in 19 minutes. He's three for eight from the three point line, uh, seven for 18 from the field. And he had that one monster dunk, which I think really showed myself and everyone else that our boys back and the Splash Brothers are back. Thank you, everyone. And uh, yeah, we'll have a new one of these tomorrow. Later.